What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Make It Happen podcast with myself, Nolan Ohm. We're going to get right into it today. We're going to talk about two forces. Just got off a coaching call and I was like, you know what? Let's make an episode on this. I haven't made an episode on this yet. And it's going to be some great stuff. There are two main forces that push you to do everything that you do. Two main forces. If you can master these two forces, you will master the decisions that you make and you'll always choose the thing that serves you and pushes you towards your goals. Okay, so we're going to talk about those today. The two main forces are pain and pleasure. Now, a lot of people say, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I understand that. Okay, let's see this straight. There's a difference between cognitively understanding it and then understanding it in your body and in your nervous system. If I cognitively understand something, but I don't do it, right? That's usually what that is. Then it means I don't really know. We need to get to physical mastery, to emotional, and then, you know, to, to getting it into our nervous system of knowing these things, pain and pleasure. Okay. So I had an example of, uh, an athlete on my call and he said that, you know, I didn't get all the speed sessions that I wanted to get in this week. He missed one. Okay. So maybe for you, it's, you didn't go to you know, the meetings that you were supposed to, or you didn't wake up at the time you wanted to wake up at. The reason you didn't do what you said you were going to do, or the reason you, you know, you didn't do that thing that you wanted to do was because you linked pain to doing it and pleasure to not doing it in that moment. Some individuals always wake up early because they link pleasure to that. They know they're going to feel good about themselves after So they link pleasure to it, so they do it. We ultimately, as human beings, are pleasure-seeking creatures. And we want to, you know, we're all chasing fulfillment, but we get caught up in these these impulses. And, you know, we're always looking for for ways to to feel good. We we all want to feel good. The only reason that we have goals is to have a certain feeling. If you disagree with me, then really get to the root of it. That's really what every single goal is, just to feel a certain thing, okay? So we need to get in our nervous systems linking pain and pleasure, pain to the things that we want to change and then pleasure to the things that we want to change too. Okay, so I told this guy, I said, hey man, how is it going to feel next season when you get caught on the six yard line because you didn't do the speed sessions that you said you were going to do that you were committed to doing? And he looked at me, he's like, I'll probably feel pretty bad. Probably feel pretty crappy. It's going to suck. Okay, so that's pain, linking pain to something. Now, use, you know, other people call this the carrot and the stick. Let's use the carrot. How good is it going to feel when you're running past dudes? When you're stiff arming guys because you're doing all the other sessions too. You're doing everything that you need to do. You're dominating. How is that going to feel? Right, so now we got them linking pleasure to that. So there's two types of people. There's moving towards people and there's moving away from people. We all have different meta programs within our brains. There's 10 different of them, but the major one that I'm going to focus on today is one of those meta programs and how people's brains work is some people are motivated more by moving away from things and more by moving toward things. So even with yourself, are you more inspired by moving towards a goal? Are you more inspired if I were to look at you and I said, hey, you know, you missed your speed sessions or you missed what you're supposed to do. Think about, you know, like if you're moving toward, think about. How good is it going to feel when you really do that, when you really follow through on those things? Like that's what we're chasing. We're chasing the carrot, the reward, the pleasure. 
right? Or what would be more powerful to you? Maybe it's the stick or pain. Well, listen, if you don't do it, you're going to feel a deep sense of regret. You'll never be able to change that ever again. You'll have pain that you can't even measure because you literally gave up on your goals by not taking the actions that you needed to take. Maybe that gets you to go take the action that you want to take. Whatever it is, maybe it's a combination of both. Me personally, I'm a moving towards person. I really don't like using fear or any of those things. Now, at times, all of us need to give ourselves short bursts of pain when we violate our sense of purpose or our rules in life. We need to set up rules that are for us and that we can control and not uh, that not ones that take others, you know, to fulfill. And um, that's really what it is. And so, but at the end of the day, though, for me personally, I really like the carrot and being motivated by moving towards a goal. It just feels better. It's more empowering for for myself. Okay, so those are the two forces: pain and pleasure. I guys, I really want you guys to think about how you can implement this in your life, and then all of a sudden now, we can easily stack pain or pleasure in a given moment if you really don't want to do something. So say you wake up. This is a classic one, right? I've been there before too. You wake up and you're sitting there and you feel like crap, tired, sore, whatever. And you're like, I really don't want to get up. But if I don't get up, what pain am I going to feel? Notice these questions. What pain will I feel if I don't do this? How am I going to feel? How good am I going to feel about myself? How much pleasure am I going to feel if I really get up? How proud of myself am I going to be? See, it's all about these changing these questions. And which one of these forces are you going to focus on that's really going to get you to take action? All that matters is that you use the one that gets you into action and uses your personal power, which is your ability to take action. Okay? So that's how you use those two forces. Obviously, anyone who's a parent knows exactly what I'm talking about. I had a mom that she just had, uh, you know, I have two little brothers that are seven and eight. So I saw it firsthand as I was going through high school. That's all you're doing with a kid. You're just using the carrot and the stick whenever you're leading anyone. But find out what motivates people. One really important thing to know with pain and pleasure is that pain is a really, really great motivator in the short term. And that's what a lot of people go to. But ultimately, pleasure needs to be linked to what people are doing in order for it to last because you're not just constantly going to move out of fear. And it isn't empowering to the individual to do that. I think moving towards is a lot better way to get people to that. Now, it can be frustrating at times because we want things to happen now. But if you want to go further, use pleasure. If you want to go faster, use pain. Both have their time and place, but just something to keep in mind. What you really want to do is learn how to control pain and pleasure. That's what this whole episode is about. If you can learn to control pain and pleasure and use it as opposed to pain and pleasure using you, then you're in control of your life. And now your life doesn't control you. You control your life. You're now in power. In order to really get the most out of an individual, if you really want to get someone to change, you need to really associate pain now 
and massive pleasure now to changing. Not in the past, not in the future. It's got to be right now that the leverage is there. Otherwise, if they have a way to escape into the future and know that it's, oh, it's fine. Like I could do it later or whatever. It needs to be now, right? To not changing right now, not to not changing in a year or two years. Otherwise, then why would they change? Why in their nervous system would they change? It must be now. And in order for the pleasure to be super powerful, find what's important to them and make it massive, make it powerful. A really big question for this too is, and I, and I come to these two really consistently. Here's another two that you can use. How will not changing your behavior be more painful than changing it? And then how will changing it bring you measurable and immediate pleasure, right? We talk about the, the importance of immediacy with this stuff, but measurable is huge too. Don't skip over that. The pain can't, or the pleasure can't just be, you know, uh, this, this theory, it's got to be measurable. What is it really like? How do I feel it? How do we feel it? How do you feel it in your nervous systems? You need to condition your mind, your body, your emotions to link pain and pleasure to whatever you want to choose. Like I said, you want to use it. Don't let it use you. You know, if we really were to get deep into this stuff, we talk about how ultimately our destiny is based upon our neuro associations with pain and pleasure, right? And the ones that are really uh, linked deep into our nervous system, like I've talked about, you know, what are they linked to? Certain situations, certain contexts, emotions, ideas, people, right? So by changing these neuro associations, we change the way that we feel, the way we evaluate, and therefore the way that we behave. And the decisions we make, which determines our destiny, right? So in order to use these pain, the pain and pleasure, we need to get, what we're doing is we're getting leverage on ourselves, leverage to change, right? Just like if you're on a teeter-totter, you want to get far, as far down on the edge as you can to get that full leverage for you to change so that it becomes effortless, right? The teeter-totter swings from one side to the other effortlessly as the leverage is absolutely massive on one side compared to the other. There actually might be times in life where we, you know, link both of these the same thing. You might link pain and pleasure. You know, an example would be, you know, you link pleasure to going and playing the sport, right? But then you start to do well. So you link pain to being successful. So all of a sudden you sabotage yourself right as you start to make progress. Relationships, you see this happen all the time. It's going so good, so good. But then all of a sudden that you think, you know, it might mean pain. So then you end it when it's really something that's so good for you, right? So you need to make the choice once and for all that you're going to control this force in your life. The truth is you don't experience reality. You experience the reality that you focus on. So in any given moment, you decide what you're focusing on. And with the questions that I've given you up to this point, you'll know exactly how to control that reality or what you're focusing on, the world that you're living in. Because like I said, we don't live in the like in the world. We see it through our own lens and ultimately what we focus on, which focus is just a matter of questions, which questions are just thinking. Now you're going to ask yourself right now, wait, is thinking just questions? No, it isn't. Is it? <laughs> right? So it is just, it, that's what it is. So you need to ask different questions to get different results. The power that you have is to make decisions and change is never a matter of ability. It's always a matter of motivation. So to take control of your life, you need to control and the force of your, you need to control the force of your decision. And 
by doing this, it's the things that we've just been talking about this whole time, right? You need to take immediate action upon this. And so another way, I'm going to give you some simple homework to do, but this was, this is what I did with myself through a lot of Tony Robbins work was I listed four new actions that I should be taking now. Four new actions. I really thought about it. And then I listed the pain that I've associated to following through in the past that I need to get these things done. Listed out a ton of stuff. And then I listed the pleasure of all the things that I've associated to not following through. Okay, so I saw, okay, this is my current reality. This is what I'm focusing on. Okay, let's change this focus. Then I listed all the things, the, the pain that I would have if I didn't follow through, just like we've talked about. What will it cost me now if I don't follow through? And then I did the exact opposite, right? I linked pleasure. What are the benefits that I'll gain by taking this action in these areas now? And then boom, I ended up making those decisions. Some of them were things to do with IRS, like just not great stuff. But after you link that pain and that pleasure, you truly link it in your nervous system. You feel it, you see it. Okay, now I'm using my personal power, which is my ability to take action. One way that you can figure out if you, what, what is more powerful for you or powerful for others, this is really powerful so you can help influence others to get them to their goals, is you ask someone, what do you want in a job? Okay, so toward people will answer, you know, obviously that they're motivated by some sort of a desire or pleasure. We've said that over and over again, but a desire that they're going towards. The away from people will be motivated by fear and pain. So like we've talked about earlier in this whole episode, right? In order to motivate this toward person, you need to describe a goal or reward. Describe. Not just say it, describe it. Use visual, auditory, kinesthetic. Hey, you're going to see this. You're going to see all the people that are so proud of you. You're going to hear people saying, great job. And you're going to feel just that internal sense of, I did it. Okay, so that's how you'd motivate someone who's a toward person. And then to motivate an away person, obviously, it would be the exact opposite with the negative. Like I just said, you're going to see that you're last on the on the sheet or on the, the, the spreadsheet. In the, in the company rankings, you're going to, you know, hear people saying, well, that's too bad, waste of potential. And then you're going to feel that guilt, right? Not shame. We don't need shame. Guilt. Okay. So that's how you'd motivate people with that pain and pleasure. Just wanted to drop you guys some crazy value real quickly with these two forces that are just so powerful and such a great tool for you for the, for uh, your life and in your life. So Use them and really realize that if you're not using them, you don't really know. So use these tools to do what you want to do when you want to do it and help others to get them to their goals in every aspect. So that's all I got for you guys today. Little piece of homework. Figure out what's one thing that you didn't do that you really, really wish you would have done in the past week. Think about what pain you linked to doing that thing and what pleasure you linked to not doing it. Why did you not do it? And, and really think about it through the frame of these two forces. And then I want you to ask yourself that question. What would you look for in a job? And, and is, is your reaction from your heart, from your gut to move towards or away from something? Once you find that, now you know exactly what to do when you're in a situation like this again. Okay, set yourself up for success with the next one. Okay, those two little pieces of homework. Go do that, implement it. There's no point of listening to this podcast if you don't change your life from it. 
It shouldn't be how many episodes you've listened to. It should be how does your life look different that people can tell how much of the podcast you're listening to. So with that being said, everybody, make it happen out.